What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we discuss faith, spirituality, and the realms of paranormal. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Uh, I've got a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about the earliest compilation of the Bible um, and the heresy of Marcion. Uh, this is actually alien gods in the uh, earliest compilation of the Bible. Um, I don't know why you cut that off, but, you know, I, I took uh, almost a week off, had a little vacation, went and saw a concert, uh, got to go see some family up in Denver, uh, had a great, great time, and I'm very glad to be back today. I hope everybody had a beautiful Halloween or Samhain or uh, All Souls Eve, uh, whatever you choose to call it or celebrate it as. Welcome, Angel Appleseed. How are you doing? David, how are you doing, my friend? User 36, welcome. Jenny Dillon, thanks for joining. Uh, as we get going today, I'm going to be looking at uh, a little-known character, uh, named Marcion of Sinope, um, and he's a very, very interesting character that you just might not have heard of um, from, you know, your normal church uh, doctrine, if you will. So Marcion of Sinope or uh, Marcion of Pontus, uh, also known as. So uh, 85 AD uh, was when he was born. He uh, was passed away at 160 AD. Um, and it looks like he was born in Turkey in uh, 85 AD. And Antolia is where he passed away. So anyway, those, there's some info online about him. Not a whole lot, uh, mind you. Just actually really surprisingly not a whole lot. Um, couldn't really find a lot about him on some of the bigger websites as far as looking up data. Uh, what's up, Laura? Thanks for joining. I appreciate you, my friend. So I've compiled, you know, some of the best data um, I could into my description here. So uh, in this episode, I delve into the intriguing story of Marcion of Sinope, a significant figure in early Christian uh, beliefs that sent shockwaves through the emerging early Christian community. Join me today as we explore the life beliefs and impact of this enigmatic character. Marcion's beliefs were groundbreaking and highly controversial. Uh, he proposed a dualistic worldview where he distinguished between two gods, an unknown God of love and mercy in the New Testament, and a little g God of justice and judgment in the Old Testament. According to Marcion, the Old Testament uh, was the work of a completely different deity. Uh, and I've talked about this a lot. This is not... Um, What's up, Zarin? How are you? Jay Brown, thanks for being here. Alexander, thanks for joining. Uh, you guys on Instagram, I appreciate y'all. Uh, so this is not like something I made up. However, what's weird about this is I had this epiphany uh, about 18 months ago while I was in the shower right after I moved into my new home. Um, and I got very, very sick in my stomach. I had this thought and this like this knowing. I was like, thank God is an alien. I think God I've been worshiping. I think the whole idea of the God I've been worshiping is essentially an alien deity, uh, possibly an ancient astronaut, or just a you know mental creation of a tulpa, uh, an idea of you know given form, a thought form, um, and at the least you know maybe just a mythology, right, uh, or a great king, a 
a ruler that had more technology or more power than others and uh, was worshipped as a god. Uh, and then I, you know, I, I went through that whole wreck of emotions, deconstructing, going, okay, well, maybe maybe I'm you know, not going to go to ATWT for thinking this. And if, if God is really loving, then he's going to allow me to ask questions, right? Well, then I started realizing, well, God is not even a he. God is not a she. God is God is an it, a them, a they, an us. God is an all. Um, and then I started re-examining the words of Jesus. I'm like, wait a minute, there's something here. I really think he's actually speaking to that. And I think he's trying to not necessarily debunk, but you know, kind of dethrone these old gods um, in the hearts of humanity with the understanding that, hey, you know, ye are gods. You are like those that created you. Very much in the same serpent. Um, voice in the book of Genesis. Now, we know that that serpent voice in the book of Genesis is from a particular cultural point of view. We've talked about that many times here on the podcast, uh, being that it was essentially appropriated. Thank you, Sherry, for the rose. I appreciate you, my friend. It was essentially appropriated into the um, Hebrew mythology in the Old Testament. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. Uh, again, it's just from a particular cultural you go back to the ancient Sumerian, Babylonian, Akkadian, uh, and larger Mesopotamian mythologies that we've talked about many, many, many times on the show here, uh, and you begin to understand the serpent deity, the shining one, the bright and morning star, these types of archetypes, you know, the light bearers uh, were often associated with, you know, fallen angels bringing uh, knowledge to humanity rather than the worship of gods. Uh, and there's a lot of judgment back and forth in many, many different canons of scripture, be it biblical iconography can, uh, or um, other extra biblical ones with different traditions uh, of belief systems. So that's kind of my setup for today. The reason I'm doing this is actually got a comment from someone uh, that I really respect uh, that was quoting a bunch of Old Testament verses and then some New Testament Pauline theology to me. Uh, because I made a very basic post about Samhain, uh, why I would be celebrating Samhain, um, or Samhain, or Samhain, however you choose to say it, um, spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, Samhain, uh, the ancient Celtic pagan holiday um, of remembering those who have passed, giving honor for the year that we've had so far, and moving into essentially the energetic or the natural new year as we come into winter, because actually going into winter, just like, you know, we've kind of screwed up our, our days of the week, or Sunday's actually the beginning of the week, yet in our society, we think of it as the end of the week. Uh, same thing can be said for, you know, here November 1 is actually essentially a new year spiritually here, uh, if you're into spirituality and more of uh, nature, uh, spiritualism which I am very much. So for me, this is really a new year. I feel like I've kind of come through the cocoon or the, the new birth, if you will, coming out of the Halloween season, out of spooky season through October, which was totally different for me this year. It was actually very emotional. It was very much a lot of shadow work and finishing some things within me, uh, getting some harvests done with some opportunities I had. Um, and then literally, you know, this morning, I just kind of felt like I was waking up from a dream, oddly enough. Boom, here I am. It is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. If you're listening to this in the future, just know that 
you didn't miss it, you can still celebrate a new year next next November or this November, whenever you're listening. So it's not a big deal. Customize uh, your life. What's up? Uh, how are you doing? I hope you're having a great day. To honor the lessons of those who have gone before is not evil. It's showing respect. Laura says, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, you know, and yeah, and of course, I got a lot of comments, you know, just mixed comments on that post. I knew I would. I don't post stuff to spark, uh, you know, dissension in the ranks, but I post it to create conversation. I post it to get people to think. Uh, and there's those that are, you know, kind of on the fence. It's like maybe they haven't heard of it. There were some deal breakers in that post for some people, some people in my own life who said, hey, you know, I like that post. I appreciate what you're doing and I appreciate that you've grown and all of these things. But I really don't like tarot cards. They're they're really evil. You know, you really need to stay away from those. That's not of the Lord, blah, blah, blah. And it's all this programming. Again, that's just straight programming out of the uh, kind of the homeschool book that I grew up with. Nothing wrong with homeschooling, just the particular tradition I grew up in was very fundamentalist, very much about keeping me away from anything magic, anything mystical, anything fantasy, because ultimately it was, you know, considered to be evil. And if you if you believe that, I respect that, but I will say that I've found a lot of freedom basically on the other side of that, not having to, uh, you know, sit here and pull through everything I look at or watch try to find the messaging in all things. So I don't know why my dogs are bugging me as I go live right now, but uh, that's how it goes every day, all day. What is up, Dreamstar? How are you? Let me guess. Exodus 22, 18, Leviticus 19, 26, etc. Exactly. Plus I got an ax dropped on me uh, and some other stuff. But um, man, I got to get some chapstick, guys. I'm growing my beard out for November. I'm doing no shave November here. So uh, I hadn't shaved after my trip, so I'm just going to keep growing it out, see where I can get it. Hopefully, you guys like it. Hopefully, the algorithms like it. Uh, the algorithms seem to like my mustache better than anything, but my wife hates it, so uh, I'm going to try to avoid that, try to keep everybody happy. So, Dennis says, I think aliens are a modern misunderstanding of gods. Yeah, absolutely, my friend. Uh, I think God is something about a quantum reality. Dennis says, man, you are in the right place, my friend. Be sure and subscribe because I've got a whole slew of videos talking about the quantum God. God is father, mother, and child. God is energy, wave, and particle. Energy being the father, masculine energy. Uh, the wave being the mother, feminine energy. And the child being the literal product of putting those two and two together. Uh, it is light, right? It is the manifestation of light or particulate matter as we've agreed upon it within the three-dimensional matrix. By the way, do you guys like the new camera? I've got a new camera uh, over here on uh, Facebook and YouTube and Twitter or X, whatever it's called. Now, thank you guys for the gifts. I appreciate you. Um, if you like it, you know, drop me some hearts. Let me know. I appreciate it. Teresa, how are you, my friend? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thanks for joining. Happy All Saints Day, George says. Thank you. Laura says, uh, celebrate a new year. Uh, every day starts a new cycle. Absolutely. I totally, totally believe that, my friends. So, and we are going to block Mr. Uh, Mr. Gross comment there, wants attention. We won't give him attention. So, sorry about that, guys. Everybody's got to have their words in here, you know. Uh, holographic simulated virtual reality. I am God. Yeah, absolutely, man. I am. I am, right? Uh, that's what we talk about a lot here. So. Um, and how do you, you know, how do you come to the realization that you are God? Just 
still honor a god force or a god source or an intelligence um, that inherently is outside of yourself and inside of yourself. It's not up in the sky like a sky daddy, but it's everywhere, right? Um, and so you can honor that and ask that. This is one of the weird things I'm learning about quantum uh, magic as I explore it. This ancient mysteries, mysteries of spirituality, period, um, is the idea that I can still ask that all. I can still ask that God force, that God source for guidance. Uh, and that guidance can come through people. It can come through spirit guides. It can come through extraterrestrials. It can come through thoughts in my head, it can come through dreams and visions, it can come through opportunities, it can come through ideas. Uh, and that is literally, that's how you stoke or trigger the algorithm of God, is you play in that game and you say, I am player one, and God is the code, okay? Now, the matrix code of the physical reality we have, we know it's flawed, but that doesn't mean it's not God. That means it's something higher than ourselves a.k.a. a god or a demiurge, decided to take the fundamental basics of the physics of God. You know, I look for the God particle all the time, right? Um, the, the quantum reality. You know, that I don't differentiate between quantum theory and God here. Uh, I find that it is all the same. Um, and it is all what you would consider holy. It is literally set apart. It is something that is set apart from what we know and understand, yet it is something that interacts with every single day. And so I really wanted to get into this today, share a few verses. I don't want to get on a Bible today. Um, again, it's not a religious channel. We're all kinds of different faiths and walks of life here. Utmost respect to all different religions and traditions and orientations. You guys know we love you no matter what. I'm not here to preach at all, but I get a lot of religious people commenting on my videos. My videos are inherently fantasy, exploration, they are mystery, and spirituality, and paranormal. We get a lot of people that feel somehow threatened by something outside of what they're comfortable with or what they've grown up with. What's up, Benny? How are you doing, brother? Grand Rising, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, and so one of the biggest things that I want to help people with is help them deconstruct. You can have a lot more fun if you deconstruct from, from your core belief systems. And all it is is you just unplug them. You, you do a little bit of a software update on them, and you look at what's actually vital and serving you in your current timeline, and you basically delete or refile any of those systems that are not serving you. And by the way, if you're trying to manifest and you're holding on to uh, dogmatic belief systems that you can't really back up with your own logical circuitry, and you're going to have a whole heck of a time manifesting anything. So you're going to be like, well, God didn't want that. Or, well, maybe I didn't try hard enough. Or, well, maybe this or maybe that. You know, and it becomes a huge issue because you get people that start dipping their toes in a lot of different things. I've got my toes in everything. Um, and so I've got feelers out into all the different little subsets of spiritual TikTok and uh, YouTube, Facebooks and everything. Uh, and I try to understand, you know, what is the collective temperature of things right now? And I think the collective temperature right now is that there's just a really heavy energy uh, welling up of people wanting to be right. And I'll tell you one of the first, the absolute first keys to manifesting is you don't have to be right. You better be real and authentic, though. 
Um, and if you can be real and authentic, which means, hey, I don't know, I can't, I can't prove anything that happened in the Old Testament. I certainly can't prove that that's the father of Jesus that Jesus was talking about. In fact, the data lines up more easily, uh, even though the church doesn't admit this, but it lines up more easily understandable when you hear that Jesus said, uh, no man has stood before the father, but the people in his time and place are like, no, wait a minute. No, Moses, you know, Abraham, yeah, Jacob wrestled with God. I mean, come on, you know. And Jesus is like, no, no one has stood before God at any time. Go look it up. He said it. Uh, if you don't believe me, be sure and look up the Greek of it so that you understand what I'm talking about. A lot of my uh, alternative theology on my channel here is derived directly from the Greek root words of Scripture. So I don't sit here and debate. Well, King James says this or this says that. I don't care what any of that's someone's opinion or transliteration of the actual etymology and the root words and the strongest importance of Greek and Hebrew. Super important to understand that. I'm not a scholar, guys. I'm not trying to be a scholar. I'm just a truth seeker. I want to seek truth in the most authentic way possible and get the correct data as much as possible. I can get the correct data by picking up a printed Bible and assume that this is the holy set-apart word of God there's nothing else on the planet worth reading. When I go and read the Greek and then I read other mythologies and realize that the Greek is literally tied into these other mythologies, the Hebrew is tied in or appropriated from these other mythologies. And it doesn't make any sense at that point to start going, hey, this is the only thing I need. Because even in scripture, it says all scripture is good for the building up and perfecting of faith, right? All scripture, not, not Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, not Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, not just what's in the Bible, but all of Scripture, all of Scripture. I'm talking about the Bible like Gita, the Dhammapad is. By the way, if you've never heard those words, you think, oh, evil, evil Scripture. Oh, my gosh, they're outside the Bible. They're not in the Bible. They don't read them. Guys, I'm telling you, go read the Bhagavad Gita, and you will understand exactly what Jesus is Exactly. Anyone that argues with me, and they're like, no, 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 Jesus, is, Jesus was not. No, I'm telling you. Go read it, go read the Vedic text, go read the Dhammapadas, uh, the words of Buddha, and understand what Jesus was fundamentally talking about. And it was not what you hear in church every week. No offense against the church or your pastor. I'm sure they're all lovely people. They deserve respect. I'm not here to disrespect anyone, but I am here to share my own experience and my own flavor of all of this faith, spirituality, and prayer. So I want to take some questions before I dig into who this dude is, by the way why he's important, why my little shower of Tiffany then led me down a rabbit hole of discovering this dude named Marcion of Sinope, uh, or Sinope, excuse me, I get the P and the S uh, mixed up all the time. Uh, Marcion of Sinope, and I'm gonna put his name in the comments, just so you guys know, okay, yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Purple Lover says the camera looks great. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. This is the dude you need to look up, Marcion of Sinope. He was a theologian. Go look up when he lived and why. Sherry uh, says, I have sent you a message about membership, brother, and I'm concerned I haven't heard back. I have not gotten a message from you. I'm sorry. I probably had 1,500 messages when I got back from out of town. It is probably lost for good. So uh, if you want to send me a new message, um, uh, yeah, send me a message. So I do have memberships open right now. 
they were closed a little bit. They are back open. Uh, we have our super affordable $9 a month membership. And then we also have our $49 a month membership, which includes a lot more than we used to. It includes our academy. It includes the uh, community as well as the Zoom meetings every week. Uh, it's a huge, huge treasure trove. And you can download content from the academy now as part of that. Uh, so essentially, you know, you can get some favorite courses in there. You get to keep it forever, right? Uh, so I added a ton of value to that $49 a month membership. So be sure and go check that out. It's at www.cubkuker.com. Uh, you don't have to message me about it if you want in. Jump over there, um, scan the QR code, and then you can message me super easy within the app or on my website. Once you have an account, all you have to do is go into the, the community, uh, click on me, and then click message. Boom, you're in. I will see those messages. I don't get spam in there. I don't get thousands of messages. You know, I get a, I get a couple of dozen messages a day in there, but nothing like that get on all these other platforms. So if you're trying to get to me, that's definitely the easiest way. So thank you. I'd uh, love to talk to you over there. Be sure to check that out. Um, so with that said, this guy is like really, really important. Um, and when I say really important, I mean, I just don't understand why he's not talked about more. Um, they're groundbreaking and controversial beliefs. Now, remember, he this dude is born, uh, and I'm going to call him a dude because he's my dude now. He's born in 85 AD. So that's like, you know, depending on how you lay the timeline, you know, 80 to 90 years after the resurrection of Jesus, right, or the crucifixion, depending on how you mark it out. There's a lot of debate over that. Was it zero? Uh, was it one? Was it some people say it was actually 100? You know, AD when he was actually crucified. I don't know why the, all of the controversy and debate over it. Uh, for me, you know, it's close enough to say, yeah, he was still within 100 years, right, of the crucifixion of Jesus. Or Jesus leaving and going to India and Nepal and living out his life with his wife. We don't know, right? We have a lot of different ideas there. He was a follower of Paul. Um, and I think he was a follower of Paul as in the real Paul, like the super authentic Paul that, that was teaching mystery, right? Uh, not the one that was rebuilding this kind of Romanized view of what the church should look like and how women should act and all this stuff. All of the really unfortunate things we deal with today, which do not make any sense whatsoever spiritually uh, or to the message of Jesus himself. Uh, but if you strip out a lot of that stuff and you look at what Paul was saying, uh, and some of the earlier manuscripts it makes a little more sense. It's a lot more mystical, uh, more Gnostic vibe. And it's just almost like he was kind of adopted and used for a different purpose. I've got more videos I'll do on that. That's a whole conspiracy rabbit trail. Do your own research on that. Uh, Pauline theology, which includes you know, Acts, it includes all the epistles, the Pauline epistles. Um, you know, you've got just a huge subset of what's is, is what Paul wrote or attributed to Paul. In fact, Titus and Timothy are pseudepigrapha. They actually weren't Paul, but they sound like Paul. So those are really important. Like, um, you know, look at that. What's up, Ashley? How are you doing? I hope you're having an awesome day. Welcome, my friend. Um, I don't know why that guy's talking in the background. Hopefully you couldn't hear that and I wasn't double streaming. There was a YouTube video playing for some reason. Uh, I don't even know how I pulled that up. You know what? I'm having technical difficulties today. At least I'm here, right? 
Shelly says, hey, fam. Uh, Purple Lover says, I'm excited to go to the website and discuss the video I saw today about the God of the Bible being afraid of Eve and her abilities. Uh, it made such a perspective on things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, my friend. Um, the guy I'm talking about is Marcion of Sinope. Marcion of Sinope. There his uh, there his info is again on the on the page. You can't like follow him on social media. The guy's been gone for thousands of years. But what's super interesting about this guy is he had one of the earliest canons of the New Test New Testament. If I can talk today, I haven't talked all weekend, so it's been I feel a little rusty. Um, but he he was walking around. He had a compilation of scriptures that he believed to be canonical to what a New Testament should be. And they weren't calling it a New Testament then. He was just believing it was the way, right? It's like this, this guy taught all this amazing stuff, and I want to take this compilation of it and share it with as many people as possible. And he was going around teaching and believing that Jesus was talking about a different God than the Old Testament, not demonizing the Old Testament God, not being rude to people, not telling people you know, that they're wrong, he was just merely trying to share, and I wasn't there. I can't attest for the guy, but uh, but he was merely trying to share that Jesus was uh, bringing a brand new deity, a different deity, one that was uh, more of a consciousness and spirit-based deity, um, kingdom that's within all of us rather than an extraterrestrial or outer kingdom to come on earth. It is a kingdom that is born on earth through us. Like literally, it was, it's a complete shift on, from uh, religiosity, if you will, and looking for a physical kingdom and someone to come and save us to actually being the, the bearers of that kingdom, planting those seeds. It's a metaphysical thing. Um, and so, again, the reason I'm doing this today is, is mainly a lot of the comments I experienced on a basic post around Sawin. Uh, and the reason, you know, that I received those is uh, there's just so much programming that people have around. This is the way I'm supposed to believe. Well, the Old Testament says don't do sorcery, don't do this. And then you got to look at like what was being taught not to do in the Old Testament. And then they accuse Jesus of all of those, except for burning, you know, human sacrifices. That's kind of the one that like gets people because they go, oh, well, that's clearly evil. So obviously reading star charts uh, or science, or uh, pharmacia. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. You know, well, originally pharmacia was plant-based, right? So uh, we we just forget that too. You know, everything we have in our modern times is a shadow and type of the original, more pagan, naturalistic views of things. No matter where you were in the world, uh, you know, you had these fallen gods or fallen angels uh, that are talked about in these mythologies that came down and taught things like how to use plants, uh, how to paint things, how to do rituals, uh, all of this stuff, right? Some of them taught some really, you know, awful things like sacrifices and stuff, which I'm not in agreement with, obviously. But um, that's where a lot of that comes from is what I'm saying. And then Jesus was accused of a lot of it, a lot of it. Thank you for the roses. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the old biblical gods made humans sterile so they could control the population. Eve went to Enki, who made us fertile. Yes, exactly. Alien art hero, exactly. 
Um, yeah, and I've got a ton of Anunnaki video series where I talk about that. But for the purpose of today, Marcion really believed that Jesus brought a new thing. And it's only now in 2023 and really for the last 2000 years, it's been building to this point where modern day Christianity ties what the old gods said. And I say gods because even the voice of Yahweh in the Old Testament is multiple deities in other mythologies that predate the Old Testament canon that are literally adopted in <coughs> to that singular voice. I was at a concert all weekend with a lot of smoke in the air. So uh, I got a little bit of a little bit of junk in my face, but uh, we'll be back to normal soon. So with that said, what are your questions about this? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and run through the rest of what I have written here. Uh, drop your questions and I'll, I'll get to those. Marcion's rejection of the Old Testament and his selection of a unique Christian canon featured only a subset of Paul's letters and a modified version of the Gospel of Luke. This led to a major schism in early Christianity. Uh, major conflicts and debates that erupted within the early Christian community as a result of his teachings. The impact of Marcionism on the development of Christian theology is polarizing even today, including his often heretically viewed formation of a New Testament canon. His controversial ideas prompted early Christian theologies to define the boundaries of orthodox doctrine, uh, to defy the boundaries of orthodox doctrine and decide which texts were authoritative. Um, his legacy and ultimately uh, it has been marginalized through modern Christian belief. Uh, the lasting mark on early Christian world, uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't need to keep reading that. Always do your own research and formulate your own opinions that are based on authentic data from reputable sources. So some of the things that he believed, he believed that the Old Testament God was a fabrication or an alien God or the Demiurge. He was the vengeful Demiurge, the Gnostic, D-E-M-I-U-R-G-E, -E, the Demiurge who created the world. He did consider himself a follower of Paul the Apostle, whom he believed to have been the only true apostle of Jesus uh, his doctrine is called Marcionism. He published the earliest record uh, of a canon of New Testament books. Early church fathers such, such as Justin Martyr, Irenaeus, and Tertullian uh, denounced Marcion as a heretic or an antichrist. He was excommunicated by the Church of Rome around 144 he published his own canon of Christian sacred scriptures, which contained 10 Pauline epistles. The pastoral epistles were not included. And the Gospel of Marcion, which historically is claimed to be an edited version of the Gospel of Luke. Uh, some modern scholars have theorized that Marcion's Gospel was the oldest, although this has received criticism. So you can go look up. There's a ton of stuff on Wikipedia about him. He ties into Gnosticism. Remember, there was a battle going on in the early church for who had the truth, who had the true way, right? Um, and, you know, what Jesus basically, you know, he's not setting up a new societal order or a new church governance. He's literally just teaching people, 
how to heal, how to wield, and how to feel, um, and helping them remember what their true identity is, right? Which is just all of us. We are all gods. We are all children of God. We are all children of the gods. We are all magic. We are all in authority. We are all one. And that's literally what Jesus taught, if you go read it. Uh, and if you just read the red letters and take away all the narrative around it, and you just read his teachings, you get a much different picture and flavor if you don't add all the rhetoric around it. And that's what this guy was teaching, right? It's very, very fascinating. And you probably haven't even heard of him because it really changes the paradigm, changes the paradigm completely from what we're used to into something that uh, makes us maybe uncomfortable, maybe uh, challenges us to think deeper, believe harder, uh, learn more for ourselves, right? It's pretty, pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Alien art hero says that uh, the, the Eve's leaves were to cover her pregnancy, not nakedness. Very, very good possibility, especially in the Sumerian. That makes more sense because those characters in the Sumerian mythology it was all about, they realized that they could uh, procreate together. That was the forbidden fruit. And then you get into Genesis, which came later, and then it became a, a literal fruit, right? And kind of confused the whole situation. So real quick, uh, if you don't know, all of my merch is on sale right now. I've got a ton of new t-shirts. Guys, if you have not checked them out, please, please consider go checking them out. All you gotta do is jump over to this URL, Type the code in Christmas15, C-H-R-I-S-T-M-A-S-15, uh, and you're going to get 15% off your whole order. Christmas is just around the corner, um, and I know, I know I'm going to get people that are like, hey, uh, why, why can't I get my order? Why, why can't I still order these shirts? Well, you can if you order now because uh, there's going to be a huge rush on Christmas. We've got a ton of cool shirts here. I'm adding more of them all the time between now and Christmas. We've got the Masters here, the Kingdom Within, Magic Season, I Am the Raven, and I Am Magic. So no matter who you are, who you got in your family, there's sure to be something. This is one of my favorites, the Kingdom Within here. If you have not checked that out, it's got beautiful artwork. I personally did all of the artwork using AI technology but I painstakingly program it to get exactly what I want. I then edit everything in Photoshop to get all the looks that I want. Uh, I do all the lettering. I even have my logo on there, Cub Cooker Supernatural. So you know this is a real piece of merch from my podcast. It's a great conversation starter when your friend asks you, hey, what is a kingdom within? What does that even mean? And why is Jesus all psychedelic on this shirt? Well, this is a great way to start a conversation with someone. Uh, just sold one of these today. So thank you guys uh, for the support. Go check it out. Grab you one. Uh, 39 bucks, but you're going to get 15% off of that. Um, so that's going to help save you on shipping and everything. So go check that out. Order whatever you want before Christmas uh, so that you, you know, just ensure that you get it. I don't want anybody to miss out um, or, you know, come in on New Year's. And you're like, oh, I was going to give that for a Christmas present. So better to order now, be safe, um, and make sure you get what you're looking for for Christmas. So, And I'm going to add a lot of other cool stuff to it as well. I've got some alien shirts coming with some really cool alien artwork on them. Uh, you know, my alien gods line. Uh, also have the uh, I'd rather be right, or I'd rather be real than right logo coming. 
lots of cool stuff. So uh, the Bible monk says, I'm a Jew who believes that Jesus is uh, the son, not God. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for joining. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. And that's what, I mean, that's really what I believe too. Like, um, I don't, I never understood the idea that like Jesus was God in the flesh, because if he's God in the flesh, I think we all are. I think that was really his message is revealing where God actually is. Like God is within you. Right. And if you study the ancient, uh, the ancient Vedic texts uh, out of India and Nepal, like you get a whole different metaphysical message. Uh, what's up? Happy Halloween, my friend, Mr. Mortal. How are you? Um, so yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. My friend, uh, welcome. I hope you're enjoying the channel so far. Definitely have some interesting theories on here, but hopefully you enjoy them. So, um, okay. Questions before I jump off, I do have to go finish up something today and I've got family in town, but I really wanted to say hi to everyone and drop a video on Marcion. I mean, he was literally talking about alien gods before people knew what aliens were. Uh, he literally thought Jesus was from somewhere else. Uh, not from around here, if you will, you know, kind of beamed down to the planet or something like that or appeared on the planet. Um, he thought that Paul was a very mystic, true believer of Jesus. Um, he thought that the old gods, and that's not just the Old Testament God, but all the old pantheons of gods. Got to remember, Yahweh was one of 70 children under El and Asherah in the Canaanite pantheon, which is pre-Genesis, uh, right? So, uh, when we look at that, it's like, hmm, interesting. And so he really believed that that was a whole pantheon of either uh, kings and priests or uh, actual literal otherworldly beings that had come down basically to confuse things um, and, you know, were, were not necessarily, you know, what we should be worshiping, maybe honor them, but not worship them. And that Jesus was trying to set us free from worship and enslavement and actually becoming our own uh, connection to the divine. So really, really interesting guys. Um, Bible monk says, I only stick to the Sumerian religion. Zoroastrianism, super interesting, by the way. Uh, love, love, love a lot of that stuff. Cause it ties in. I literally see truth in like all of these things, by the way. So I'm not, I don't really try to sort out, say this is true. And that's not, I mean, if it was written down and it's data at any point, I think it has relevance. And I think it's worth looking at as a holistic, point of view and trying to understand things from that point. Uh, what's up, Frank? Frank says, I stopped peopling in 2020. I know the I know the feeling, my friend. Spider Monkey says, hey, Cub, hey, y'all, how are you doing? Uh, Dreamstar says, uh, people have been even worse. Oh, I'm sorry if you're having a bad day, my friend. I'm sorry. Um, I've had a pretty good day, but it's it was, you know, the energy yesterday was super heavy. Today, I'm like coming out of it. I feel like I'm re- like restarting everything. It's kind of a weird reboot feeling. Um, but that's that's where I'm at. So at least at least we're going, we're rolling. Um, but anyway, yes, I can uh, speak biblical Hebrew, Aramaic, and so on. So I get what people miss. Dude, that is awesome. That is awesome. And more people should be able to do that, okay? I certainly cannot speak Hebrew or Aramaic, but I finally, at this point, you know, I started in 2020, like, let me look at what the Greek says. Let me look at what the Hebrew says. Starting to try to understand that etymology and some of the root words. Elohim being one of the biggest ones that people miss. It's not as simple as, you know, what people say. Oh, Elohim is the Father, Son, and, and the Holy Ghost. You know, it's all all one. And that's like, guys, that didn't even exist at that point. 
uh, Elohim is literally a term for gods. Like if you look at the root word of it, it is G-O-D-S, little G-O-D-S. Uh, it was never used to denote the supreme God unless it was in the version of El, Elion. Uh, and that was the Anu character or the Zeus character within that pantheon. So it all connects, guys. And that's one of the things I, I pride myself on on this channel is a balanced and fair look at all different mythologies and belief systems to try to understand the commonality and all the different archetypes. And what the whole point of these ascended masters like Jesus, Buddha, and Krishna are, you know, why were they teaching what they were? Uh, what's the point of all of it? And how does it even tie into the old gods? And ultimately, the fact is it doesn't necessarily tie in other than give you a better understanding of uh, the difference between worship and embodiment. Uh, worship is where you are serving something outside of yourself as a slave under that. That's literally what worship means. Um, embodiment means I'm going to embody the Christ. I'm going to embody the Krishna energy. I'm going to embody the Buddha. I'm going to embody God because I am alive and the life force within me is inherently the thing, the only thing we can't even explain. Like we can explain everything else in the world, right? We can't explain what gives life life. We can't explain where consciousness exists. We can't explain uh, if there's a spirit or why uh, it leaves the body and seemingly can come back with all of these different experiences um, and defy logic and all of our new uh our newly found processes that we have. What's up, Tommy Money? How are you, my brother? Uh, missed the daily podcast. Glad you're back. Me too, my friend. I am so glad to be back. It's been a, a great weekend, but I'm glad to be back on uh, back on deck here, talking to everybody. I dropped some videos today. I got more coming tonight. Got a great episode for you tomorrow. Today will be a little bit short because I'm still catching up. Took me all day. Actually, it's taken me all week to catch up since monday here we are on wednesday and i'm still just running ragged right now uh but it's been good it's been good and i feel like november is going to be a very busy month for me very positive very productive very progress and success oriented month i think i've got a lot of manifestations coming in hot and heavy that i can't even see yet uh, i know i had some things i didn't even know i would have an opportunity to do they came out of the blue this last month and i got them wrapped up right before november and I've gotten the word multiple times that I am going to be receiving a lot more of the manifestations in more fullness than I've ever seen very, very soon. By the way, if you want to know more about that, you like all this stuff, but you want to learn more about manifesting and specifically you want to talk about money with me. Okay. Can't give you financial advice, but I promise you, if you attend my Zoom call on Saturday, even if you just pay nine bucks, nine bucks, come to the Zoom call and then cancel. It will be worth probably for a lot of you guys a thousand times that price. It will for me. Uh, there's some guys in here that need to show up. Gentlemen, guys, if you're in the community and you know some guys in the community that have not reached out yet um, or haven't been on a live stream lately or haven't joined a Zoom lately, uh, guys and gals and everyone in between, shoot him a message like hey be there cubs got something to share on saturday i think we all need to be there i've watched people struggling with money recently why am i even talking about this what do alien gods have to do with this because it is literally all the mindset and the paradox of control set up since the beginning of time in our earliest mythologies and if you can break that down deconstruct that 
and rewire yourself, you can literally become a manifesting machine. You can create paradigms. You can create generational shifts for yourself and others. And I'm not overselling it when I tell you that. Some of the things I've been doing recently, uh, and I've finally clicked into gear and discovered and alchemized over years of practicing this, First off, I wouldn't be here today. 750,000 followers worldwide across all our platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Spotify, Apple, all of those platforms, 750,000 unique individuals. There's more you know, across all of them, but unique individuals. We got over 750,000. We're almost at a million followers. I wouldn't be here today doing what I'm doing if it weren't for the mindset I'm going to share with you on Saturday, and I'm actually going to challenge each of our members to come up with a real plan for their finances. I am tired of hearing myself moaning and <laughs> about money. It's time to conquer that, guys. That is such a small thing, and I don't want to belittle anyone's problems, but I'm telling you, if you can't master money, why do you think you can go master metaphysics or meditation or psychic abilities or healing abilities or uh, spiritual practitionership or anything like that? How do you even think you can be happy if you can't figure out a simple mathematical equation of one plus one equals two? And if I want to make more than two dollars, I need to multiply that by X. And I'm going to teach you guys multiplicity. I'm going to teach you guys why you don't charge enough for what you're doing. I'm going to teach you guys why you need to charge for what you're doing. Everybody in our community should have something going on. If you don't feel like, hey, you know, I'm at an age where I don't want to do that, that's fine. I totally get that. But you need to understand this mentality because you never know when your paradigm will shift. And what I tell you on Saturday will click in and you'll go, you know, I could panic right now or I could activate what Cub said. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I know exactly what it looks like in life to think I have it all figured out and everything's going smooth and man, I'm going to ride this way for as long as I can. And then it all comes crashing down with one little meeting. And in that one little meeting, if I hadn't known what I know now, I wouldn't have been able to go, boom, go into gear, go to zero, activate on what I knew I was supposed to be doing, get really honest with myself and go all in on me. And now here I am. Okay. Does that mean God didn't do anything for me? No, that's not what I mean. But I'm saying a lot of times we're praying, God, please, oh, take away the pain. I can't. And God's like, dude, I've sent a boat. I've sent a ship. I've sent an airplane. I sent a life raft. I even had a, an orca whale come up to try to take you to shore. And you kept waiting on the Savior to look the way you wanted it to. When I'm telling you, save yourself, grab onto this, you know, ride the wave to shore I've given you all the opportunities you need. And guys, I want to teach you that there are people here that show up all the time. And all I hear is complaints about money. This is important to this. Marcion and your bank account are literally tied together. Okay. Your belief system and your bank account are literally tied together. Spider Monkey says, well said, grab uh, the life preserver. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So join, join on Saturday. Even if you join just to join Saturday and then you leave, please be there on Saturday. I've got a lot to share with you guys. And what I'm going to share can literally change your paradigm in a matter of months and shift you into a brand new reality, especially if you own a business, do not miss on Saturday, okay? Talking to you guys, talking to some of our members who I haven't heard from in a while, I'm going to send this video to them 
and tell them, be there on Saturday. I don't care what you got to do. Be there, okay? Not trying to preach too much on that, but it's really important to me. That's one of the ways I really want to help people. Um, I remember having a conversation with a friend a long time ago, and he was like, you know, oh, the job, this. I just don't get paid enough for the shit I deal with, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, that's your problem. Your attitude is the problem. If you don't believe you get paid enough, go find something else. Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, then quit complaining because it's keeping you in the same exact place. And I'm telling you right now, your brain, your mind, your feelings and your actions are literally the only thing keeping you uh, from six figures, seven figures, whatever your goals are. And if you even hear the word seven figures, you can go, oh, I don't even want that. Oh, that's for the rich people. That's part of your problem. I'm going to tell you right now, because there's a lot of people you could help if that little seven figure ideology wasn't triggering your heart and your gut and everything to go, oh, uh, uh, that's rich people. Oh, that'd make me elite. Oh, that'd make me hypocritical. Oh, the camel and the eye of the needle and Volvo. I'm going to debunk a lot of that for us on Saturday. So Mr. Mortal Ross says, uh, much love, Cub. Thank you for everything that you do. You bet. Shelly says, uh, I'll be at work. Sorry, Shelly. Hopefully you can uh, get the restream on that. I will make sure I record this one for sure. Uh, yes, Molly says, please go watch the recording. Molly, I didn't even see you come in. Welcome, my friend. Molly says, hey there, didn't get the notification that the live started. So glad you're back on lives. I am too, my friend. Thank you. Um, and I don't know why the notif notifications have quit for a lot of people. So my apologies. I do my best to uh, try to get these out. We are starting something brand new. Um, if you want to know about it first, join Mythos, but I'm actually starting a text line. That text line, you'll be able to opt in and you'll be able to get inspirational texts when I send them out, special offers when I send them out, freebies when I give them away, also notifications when I have special live streams. I'm not going to hit you every day and bug you, but uh, whenever I know I've got a really important live stream or I have a guest on, you're going to get notifications directly to your smartphone. Okay. That's what's cool about it. It's not going to be through all the apps or an email that you'll miss. It's like a direct text. Okay. I'm not going to abuse it and hit you every day with, you know, buy a t-shirt or something. You will get notifications when t-shirts go on sale, stuff like that. But uh, mainly it's going to be uh, a means for you to know when I'm going live, when I have special events um, and then get some inspiration from me randomly too. You never know when that algorithm of what I'm feeling and vibing on is like just the perfect collective, uh, what the collective needs to hear that day. And that happens a lot. So I'm going to do that. It's just a brand new channel of communication I'm opening up. Um, and then you'll also be able to text into that, like if you have prayer requests, stuff like that. Uh, so I'm going to see them a lot more intimately, a lot more closely that way. It'll be a fantastic way uh, just for our whole community to connect. And it'll be free for you guys. So that's what's really cool about it. So uh sherry says tiktok quit notifying me dang i'm sorry my friend i'm sorry uh frank says pay caesar what is his absolutely brother absolutely yeah i mean that's a that's a huge thing um and and that's what like a lot of people are worried about well if i make more then i have to well make more so you can pay more right uh make more so you can buy more assets for your business so you can buy more equipment stuff like that um and build your assets build your mission right like there's you know, oh, that's a lot to learn about, Cub. I don't know if I want to be a business person. That's fine. You don't have to be a business person to still have an entrepreneurial uh, bent about you or a side hustle or something like that. Because I can promise you right now, you're going to need it in the new the new future 
of what's going down the pipeline with our world right now. So um, let's see. Frank says money and fleshly desires. Be mindful of what you manifest. Yeah, uh, we differ on money and that's okay. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. However, I promise you, Frank, I will rewire the way you think about money and you will become a master of it. You will uh, not quench up when you think about it. Um, I can promise you, my brother, I promise you I can rewire how you think about it, how you handle it, how you manifest it. Um, and it'll be a beautiful thing for you because I, I can see what everybody's problem is right off the bat um, around money. And I can see the fear attached to it or the fear of sinning around it or the fear of, well, I've had problems in the past. Like, I get it. I get it. And so whether it's you, you Frank, brother, love you, man, or anybody else. There are a lot of issues in this world with how people think of money. And I promise you, if you got more money for the mission, you ain't worried about buying that new iPhone so you can stream longer. You're not worried when your car breaks down. Uh, you're not having to ask other people for money, stuff like that. Uh, you should be asking other people for money. And why? Because you're living your highest calling, okay? Uh, we are not in a world. This beast system has taken over every corner of the world. We are meant to be player one. We are meant to wield authority within the matrix and rewrite that code for our lives. Doesn't mean we do it selfishly, but the way I do it, the way I'm going to teach you to do it is it's going to help other people. It's going to help you. You are going to thank me later on. Might be three months, six months, a year. You're going to be like, Cub, I cannot believe I cannot believe I didn't think about it this way before. Thank you. I promise you, if you attend on Saturday, it will bless you. So uh, Frank says, okay, uh, love you, my friend. We'll listen for sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Only way to get there, private Zoom call in the Mythos community. Scan the QR code, guys. Don't be afraid of it. Like I said, you can cancel anytime if you don't dig it. But I promise I'm going to help some people on Saturday. I'm bringing my A game for sure. Uh, thank you, Molly. Thank you. You know, Molly is, I don't want to call Molly out here. Molly is a great example of what it looks like to love, to support. She says, the more I am given, the more I have to share. And that is exactly right. It is literally one of the most selfish things we can do to say, I don't need money. I don't want money. I don't want to deal with money. Well, I've had problems with money in the past. Oh, it's caused sin in my life. No, no, no. Don't be selfish, guys. Because I'm going to tell you right now that homeless man in the ditch that I saw yesterday, money would help him. Okay? You go give him a $100 bill. You tell me that wouldn't help him. You go give him $1,000. You go buy him a house. You tell me that wouldn't help him. Okay? Some of you guys should be billionaires in here. Because you can handle it. Because you're worthy of it. And because you're called to it, but your mind is programmed and your heart is programmed to say, no, I don't need that. I just want to, I want to live in nature. You can still live in nature, but you are called to be a God on this earth. You are called to wield authority in the matrix and you are called to manage money. Well, how are you, how will you know anything of spiritual things if you can't handle fleshly and worldly things? And that was the question I had to ask myself. I'm not selling you anything with this, by the way. I'm giving you free advice right now. Okay. Can't give you money advice. This is not financial or investing or any kind of advice like that. This is about mindset and manifesting. 
And I'm telling you, you got a lot of people right now, they're sick in their heart, their emotions, their mindset, all around the almighty dollar. And I'm going to teach you how to think of it, A, as not a real thing, B, as fuel, and C, as something that you absolutely must 1,000% flow through you to others. I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that on Saturday. So, uh, Stephen says, I hate my relationship with money. Stephen, be there on Saturday, man. Let's work through it. I'm going to do more mentoring this Saturday than I've ever done. I've been fired up about this. I feel like it is very much on my heart and I want to help some people. Again, not financial advice, not investing advice. I'm not going to promise you you're going to be a millionaire, but I promise I'll rewire the way you think about money. Be there on Saturday. It's going to tie in to the Marcionism we talked about today. It's going to tie into our belief systems, our personal spiritual practice. And guys, I really believe I'm going to change some lives on Saturday. I promise I'm going to change mine. And if anybody listens and alchemizes it the way I'm going to on Saturday, then I promise your life is going to change around money very, very soon if you apply what I'm talking about. I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. God bless you. Namaste. I will see you tomorrow. It's getting very hot in here today. I need to put up more curtains when the sun gets hot like this. So y'all have an awesome day. I love you. I love you. I love you. Teresa, Molly, Stephen, uh, John, Purple Lava, Spider Monkey, Frank, Honeybee. What's up, Honeybee? I didn't see you come in. Thank you for being here. Love you too, Honeybee. Uh, Ashley, thank you guys so much. I love you all. You'll have a beautiful day. God bless you. So good to be back. So good to be back. I'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Cup Cougar Supernatural Podcast. Peace.